uh, Kentucky is in the news again. And just when you thought there wasn't enough alien news, oh Kentucky, just we've got out of the some news more. Over. We're gonna drop some Ooh, more. We so, got alien Kentucky news. Alien Kentucky news. Oh, First it was it was alien. Florida, and now it's Kentucky. I wanted to talk about Kentucky. Oh, I thought you said sports. My bad. No, not sports. Sports sports will be later. Kentucky. Kentucky. And not just about the fried chicken. Because everybody loves the Kentucky fried chicken. I mean, everybody. It's it's okay. It's all right. It's all right. It's all right. No, uh, (laughs) Kentucky is in the news again. And just when you thought there wasn't enough alien news, oh Kentucky, just we've got out of the some news more. Over. We're gonna drop some Ooh, more. We so, got alien Kentucky news. Alien Kentucky news. Oh, First it was it was Florida, and now it's Kentucky. That's awesome. So Florida Kentucky came has much closer to us. Yeah, Florida. true, true. We could actually go down and see what they're doing down there. Uh, let's go there. That's much closer. <laughs> watch, watch, we won't be welcome in. It'll be like completely guarded. Like, you guys aren't allowed in here. Oh, come on. We wanted to see what you were doing. <laughs> we want to be a part of it. Okay, so here's why Kentucky's in the news. E.T. Welcome. Kentucky City beams message into space inviting extraterrestrial <laughs> visitors to come visit us. That sounds like something Kentucky would do. <sighs> it sounds like some Ohio Here's do, my thing. <laughs> I feel like it's a dumb move. Let's and, do it. And here's my reason. Because we already have seen plenty of evidence that there could be Nephil visitors aliens. here already. Yeah, Nephil aliens in the... So now hole. you're just adding icing to the cake and just kicking us while we're down by adding more people to the pot. Like, inviting anything out there to come visit us. That's like putting hot sauce in cereal, actually. Just as good. All right. So let's see what happened and what these guys were doing. All right. So Lexington, Kentucky. I've been to Lexington. You ever been to Lexington? Uh, maybe. I've been. Uh, excuse me. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> okay, sorry. I'm drinking some Mountain Dew and that just kind of. Oops. I will have to edit that on the podcast. I mean, it's pretty funny. Yeah, we got us laughing at my Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> Just right in the middle of recording. All right. You've been to what ah. now? Have you been <laughs> have you been to Lexington or not? Bro? Bro, I'd have to pull up a map to look at the actual city names. Okay. So Lexington is one of the more famous cities. I've been throughout Kentucky. Oh, Kentucky. So you more than likely you've been through it at least. Uh, it's one of the cities you can travel through as you're going down south. All right. So this Kentucky city has come out with an out of this world campaign to promote tourism. Here we go. The Lexington Convention and Visitors Bureau used an infrared laser to beam a message into space to invite extraterrestrial travelers. That's genius. The first thing you'll notice, quote, 
as you descend through Earth's atmosphere above central Kentucky is the lush green, which is really funny. Why would you put, <laughs> you're going to put it as the first thing you do when you come to Earth is you're going to see Kentucky. <laughs> hey, yeah, that's a little weird. A the- weird, little weirdly worded right there. And then above Kentucky is the lush green countryside that surrounds Lexington's vibrant city center. That's our famous bluegrass. The message begins. It goes on to describe gentle rolling hills, horse farms, and bourbon before suggesting places to stay and eat and shop. Because if you're going to suggest something out of Kentucky, it's rolling hills, horse farms, and bourbon. And bluegrass. (laughs) And bluegrass. That isn't blue. I was pretty disappointed about that. Assuming that the aliens speak English. Yeah, they're just assuming. (laughs) The idea came from recent UFO revelations and advances in deep space imaging that have fueled the belief that we are not alone in the universe. The Visitors Bureau said in a statement this month announcing the move. Hey, that's what you always thought, right? You've always said we can't be alone in the universe. It just makes more sense to me that we're not. Yeah, yeah. The agency said it worked with scientists and scholars to beam the message toward potentially habitable planets in the Trappist-1 solar system 40 light years away. The effort was led by Lexington, 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 Lexington native Robert Lauder. Them daggone Lexicans. Those Lexicans, man. They're just (laughs) beaming messages into space without any kind of... They didn't even ask permission they either. Ask, they just like, they yeah, hey, me. we're going to do this. They didn't ask me. They just like, hey, we're going to do We it. don't care what the CIA, <laughs> FBI says. We're just going to do it. Yeah, well, why not? Better. Who is an expert in computer engineering, astrobiology, and search for extraterrestrial intelligence? We brought together experts in engineering, linguistics, digital media, philosophy, and science fiction to design, debate, and transmit this message. It said He said in that statement. This message was sent with FAA approval and has a coded bitmap map image. So they did get FAA approval, whatever that <laughs> means. The bitmap image is the key to it all. Linguistics expert Dr. Andrew Bird said, We included imagery representing the elements of life, our iconic Lexington rolling hills, and the molecular structure for water, bourbon, and even dopamine. What? Because Lexington <laughs> is a fun place to be. Wow. It could take a while to get an answer, though. No, really. The agency says it will take 40 years to get to its intended target, and it could take another 40 years to receive any response. That's idiotic. In the meantime, the agency says earthly travelers are invited to visit. So there you go. That was the whole campaign. At least they invited earthlings also, you know. No, that was the whole point. They wanted to invite more tourists, you know. Uh, That is one heck of a way to promote a tourist campaign. It's kind of sad, though, also. But also, it kind of makes sense with all the alien news in the news recently. The Nephil aliens in Miami Mall. Yeah. Yeah. If you look in history and look at, like, the alien uh, boom era, like, after that whole thing with uh, um, with Area 51 back in history, there was an era of just slammed out alien news across really? the world like just alien news was like every week huh. across the world so yeah it kind of makes sense well this wouldn't be happening if the government hadn't like admitted to aliens being real right yeah they kind of <laughs> slipped they kind of slipped that under the rock didn't they yeah. they're just like yeah we're just gonna put this out there and hopefully nobody notices which oh, that kind of worked yep people definitely noticed 
Uh, like, all right. Yeah, now we can claim it and have That's no true. repercussions. Or whatever. <laughs> like, all right. I heard you got one for me, Jess. What you got for me? Yeah, you know. Oh, hold on. <laughs> it's saying page unresponsive now. Wonderful. <laughs> unresponsive page. You gotta love technology. Page. Yes. Uh, you know why? Because you were using that computer to send out messages to space. No, I wasn't. I bet you he was. Trying to do it behind my back. <clears throat> I'm going to deny you, it. You definitely sent out those messages without FAA approval, sir. I totally sir. did. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm going to deny it. <laughs> yeah. oh uh, apparently, France finds Amazon. $35 million for excessively intrusive monitoring of warehouse staff. Okay, so number one, that's pocket change for Amazon, I'm sure. Is it really? Yeah, they're multi-billion dollars at this point. Uh, number two, I noticed this when I went to go apply for work there. Wow. The excessive monitoring oh, of staff. It's a little much. Uh, yes. I understand there's a lot of valuable things there, but. I agree and disagree with it. Um, but I think it comes down to Amazon just hiring anybody. Because here's the thing. When I went to Amazon, there was plenty of people stealing and ruining Amazon. So that's why they had to place all these rules in the place. Like, for instance, you can't take your cell phone in. You can't take your keys in. You can't take any valuables in whatsoever. When you go to work, it's just you and the floor. That's it. Um, because they've had so many cases of people trying to steal stuff and just ruin everything. So now they've got cameras everywhere. Now that they monitor everybody's every little move. And if you're not working, they get on you. And they can replace you in like 30 seconds. So if you do something wrong, they're like, eh, pff, you know, that's terrible. Yeah, that's Amazon. I had friends who worked there, too. So I know. And let's let's do that. Too. <laughs> Everybody join in. Everybody, let's all do <laughs> they got Shut the money. Down. You know, no big yeah, deal. No big deal. It's all right. All right. So read us what happened. I get I get kind of the gist. But what happened in this particular case? Okay. Uh, as usual, I'm just going to read the article. Go for it. Paris, if my freaking website will work, I keep getting patron responsive. All right. France's privacy watchdog said Tuesday that it slapped Amazon's French warehouse business with a 32 million euro fine. Lovely. For using an excessively intrusive system to monitor worker performance and activity. That sounds a little skeevy. I mean, somehow, again, I'm not right, surprised. I'm watching you. The French Data Protection Authority, also known by its acronym CNIL, said the system allowed managers at Amazon France Logistique to track employees so closely that it resulted in multiple breaches of the European Union's stringent privacy rules called the General Data Protection Regulation. We strongly disagree with the CNIL's conclusions, which are factually incorrect, and we reserve the right to file an appeal, Amazon said. Mm, Warehouse sure management do. systems are industry standard and are necessary for ensuring the safety, quality, and efficiency of operations and to track the storage of inventory and processing of packages on time and in line with customer expectations. Disagree. They take it too far, but go ahead. Hang on a second. You're fine. Well, the reason why I say <laughs> they definitely take it too far is because <coughs> they're ridiculous. If you ever go to work at Amazon, you'll see what we're talking about. They're absolutely ridiculous. Uh, I get it. 
but you know they could have prevented a lot of this monitoring quote unquote if they, hadn't if they hired right people and not just everybody off the street they hire anybody bro like anybody you could walk in there today and get a job well i mean so just saying they wouldn't have these monitoring problems you have the if they did it correctly and uh I'm trying to find it now. I can't find it on the original page, so you may have to send it to me. <laughs> oh man. Anyway, but we get the gist, right? We get the gist. They're they're suing, Amazon's appealing. Um it's just too much. It's just too much. I really wanted to read this whole thing, but the pages I can't. I could read what I see, I suppose, if it Go for it. Um, the watchdog's investigation focused on Amazon employees' use of handheld barcode scanners to track packages at various points as they move through the warehouse, such as putting them in crates or packing them for delivery. Amazon uses the system to manage its business and meet performance targets, but the regulars, or regulator, sorry, said it's different from traditional methods for monitoring work a- worker activity and puts them under close surveillance. <laughs> I can't talk. Close surveillance. Surveillance. Close surveillance. And continuous pressure. The watchdog said the scanner known as a stow machine gun allows the company to monitor employees to the nearest second because they signal an error if items are scanned too quickly in less than 1.25 seconds. Yeah, see, that's too much. The system is used to measure employee productivity as well as periods of inactivity. But under EU privacy rules, it was illegal to set up a system measuring work interruptions with such accuracy, potentially requiring employees to justify every break or interruption. That is a little way. That's like way too much, dude. Because I've used scanners like that, and they have so many problems all the time. They have a tracking. Every warehouse that I've been in has a tracking thing in place. You do not need to monitor stuff by the millisecond. There's no way, dude. There's it's stupid. And I'll tell you right now, they do put too much pressure on there. They're just trying to blow they're really trying to blow this case off because they don't want to pay anybody for anything. I don't Amazon's like that and a lot of factories are like that. They don't want to pay any anybody for anything. The the monitoring system, when I worked for uh another warehouse, I'll tell you my experience. I won't say what company, but I'll tell you my experience. They had these belts, right? Belts like uh, yeah, like conveyor belts. belts. Now, when you when they when the packages came down, you would have to load them onto the truck. All right, there was no scanning involved. That was it. Your job was just to load them onto the truck. What they didn't tell you was you couldn't stop the conveyor belt. Otherwise, they penalize you for it. The other thing they didn't tell you was that there's 50 different package sizes. So you would have to figure out how to stack these things in a matter of milliseconds and not stop the conveyor belt. You had hundreds of packages coming down that line. They want people to work like robots. Now. It it doesn't work. It doesn't work. It was like you could, unless you knew exactly how to stack something in a matter of seconds and you had been there a long time, it didn't work for new employees because a lot of times I'd have to stop it because you have five different package sizes. Now, if it was a warehouse, it was like, Oh, we have three sizes. You can learn how to stack these because that's how it used to be with that place that I worked. It used to have three sizes. Now they got like seven. Yeah, they got like seven different sizes. So it was just stupid. And you like if you stop the line even for a minute, they get mad at you. And I guarantee that's how Amazon works too. Well, it seems any little thing that you do, anything, any little thing that you do, they get mad at you for. 
So yes, they're doing too much. They don't want to pay for it though. They don't want to pay for it. Why they don't want to say, "Hey, want- oh, we're we're doing something wrong." No, Amazon, the Almighty God, is always right. Yeah. Well, if they're so disappointed with people's um, productivity, why don't they just get robots or use robots? They're <laughs> working on it. Oh, yeah, the uh, Amazon warehouses have a lot of robots already. So when I was doing flex with my brother, uh, I saw some. They can't course, do everything. Was, they can't. Years ago, yeah, so. they can't do everything, but they have a lot of robots already. I can only imagine how much so, different it is now. I don't know. I think they're completely justified in suing them because they a lot of warehouses like them take it way too far, um, which is why I stopped working for those guys in the first place. Um, all but, right. So continuing on, the C- I was gonna actually go for it. Go for it. The go CNIL it. also chastised Amazon for keeping. Uh, employee data for too long, saying it didn't need every detail of the data generated by the scanners from the past month because real-time data and weekly statistics were enough. Jeez. That was the end of it anyway. Yeah, well, we all get the gist, man. They're just doing too much. They're doing too much. Well, they're just being too nitpicky. I mean, I don't even know. Why? Just ridiculous. That's the word for it. Redonkulous? Redonkulous? Redonkowitz. We ought to make a, a word for Amazon to make one of them. <laughs> Redonkowitz. Amazon, um, Amazonly stupid. Amazonly stupid. Amazingly? Amazon? Uh, um, Amazonly. I don't know. I was trying to think of something like. All right. I got one final story for you before we pack up for today. A soccer fan plucked from the crowd. To officiate an official FA Cup match, couldn't cheer when his team scored because he had to officiate. Now imagine this. You're a fan. You don't like sports, but let's say you do. Okay. Imagine this. You're a fan of a team. You're a sports team. You go there to watch a game. Okay. They pick you out of the thousands of people that, that are there. I'm like, oh no way! They pick you to referee the match. Well, for starters, I wouldn't know how. So <laughs> now, pretend that you do. Unless, that is a lot of pressure, uh, right? Yeah, I, maybe. Is it just me? That would be a it lot might of pressure. Just be you? I don't know. You shouldn't be pressured by that. Have you think? ever seen soccer fans? They're more insane than our NFL fans. You ask me if I've seen soccer fans. I'm telling you, I'm, really. I'm telling you, bro. They are more crazy than some of our NFL fans. Um, they're completely serious, very serious about this stuff. So let's just go ahead and dive into this. How did this guy get picked out to referee like this game? Hemorrhoid serious? I, I don't know about that. <laughs> like, oh, wait. Okay. Like uh, pretty serious. Head though. wound serious. Yeah. Like decapitated serious. That's, That's yeah. You can't get more serious than that. Yeah. Wolverhampton, England. A fan of an English soccer club, Wolverhampton, was unable to celebrate his team's late winner in an FA Cup replay because he'd been plucked from the crowd to stand in as a match official. That's crazy. Sounds great, Bray. Ross Bennett attended the Wolves-Brentford game on Tuesday with his 11-year-old son and volunteered to fill in as a fourth official, so he volunteered in the technical area. Yeah, you can't cheer for a team if you're a ref everybody knows that near the dugouts following inquiry to one of the assistant referees in extra time 
Bennett, a qualified referee at youth level, so they knew this, said he was given a crash course on how to work the substitutes board and dealt with questions from members of the Brentford staff in a tense end to the match at Molyneux. That is a, that's pressure right there. That's crazy. The hardest part of his new job might have been when Matthias Kuna, 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 uh, converted the penalty that ultimately sealed a 3-2 win for Wolves for the Wolves in an eager, eagerly anticipated fourth round match against local rival West Bromick Albion. That sounds like a lot of mouthful names right there. Jeez. He said, quote, I was just gutted that I couldn't celebrate our I was goal. just gutted. <laughs> gutted. Bennett told the BBC, I had to stay neutral. Well, yeah, you got hired to be a referee and you volunteered. Once you're a referee... You can't cheer for a team. It's the same in the States. If you're a referee, you cannot cheer for a team. You have to be neutral. Otherwise, you are not qualified to referee. That's a big thing. Then why would you pick a fan? Huh? Then why would they pick a fan? Because they said in the beginning that he was qualified and he was a referee as a youth. My bad. (laughs) Or he was a referee at the youth level. They just, he's never done an FA match. So he he had more than enough qualities and he volunteered. So if you volunteer, I'm sorry, you can't do anything. You have to stay neutral. So that's that's the way it goes. Guys, if you volunteer for a soccer match or any kind of sports match, you have to stay neutral. And I'm going to stay neutral until I see an alien face-to-face. Stay neutral how? Uh, you're gonna, you, you're saying you're going to stay on the human side? not saying I've seen one. I'm just saying... It's more plausible to me that they're out there rather than not. So that's me being neutral. I really hope they are. I hope so, too. I think it'd be fun. But, you know, we won't know until I come to meet uh, Tom the alien. You know, even who got the message from Lexington, Kentucky <coughs> and wanted to tour the bluegrass. And I got to show him a tour of the state. <laughs> even if the alien was like <laughs> 20 foot tall above me, I'd probably still walk up and try to shake his hand. <laughs> you probably would. I'm like, hey, hey, hey can I shake your finger or is, your is thumb? Your, yeah. your oh, that's on. your pinky finger. Okay. There I guess we go. <laughs> my first question would probably be, is your translator on? Is your translator? Do you know what I'm saying right now? Do you speak? Can you speak English? Human. <laughs> human. Do you speak human? Can you speak human? Well, that's it. That's all I got for today. So from the WWV. We're weird. You can be weird too. Thank you. We please promote weirdness. <laughs> Stay weird. <laughs>